right, another podcast here. The Independent Thinking Texans coming at you. Uh, not so live. It's live right now for us. Right. You know, but for everybody else, it's going to be like in a week, you know. Next week, this will come out. So, want to say happy Labor Day, which is also known as the IRS's favorite holiday. You know, uh, <laughs> the one where they can really rub it in your face that you need to get back to work and you know, every hour that you're out there is a little bit more for the, the greater good. That's right. The greater good of the country. And, you know, 87 more thousand more uh, agents to, to feed. And uh, so Labor Day is going to be celebrated well for everybody. Happy Labor right. Day. Just wanted to say that. Yeah, yeah. But really, though, have a good have a good weekend, you know, right. on, on the real. Even the IRS agents. And if you make over $600... Know, just be sure to report it, you know. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. You know? I'm gonna put that on record too. How so many how that. many of the eighty seven thousand yeah. new IRS agents kind of are a little skeptical of their job <laughs> and what they're doing? Have you deep seen, down inside. Have you seen the pictures? <laughs> have you seen the viral pictures of like them training with their guns and stuff? Yeah, I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know if it is either. I mean, I, I don't like know if anything's is, true I mean, anymore. You can't, you can't trust anything that you see on the internet. I mean, or read or hear, or, or yeah, see it, all of it. You know, but you but can laugh. Know, you can definitely laugh with it sometimes. I do know that uh, you know the eighty-seven thousand uh, new IRS agents. Uh, they're most likely going to be sitting at desks, pushing pencils, auditing. The yeah. middle class, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. us regular so, people. That's, that's why, and, no, and then yeah. they think like, but, uh, oh man, what am I doing, man? But then they're like, they're getting paid well. So they're like, they're not going to, you know, most people are just like, ah, oh, but I can keep up, buy my house, you know, retire, yeah. got medical insurance, you know, it comes, the, you know, but damn, what I, what am I really doing? Yeah. You know? <laughs> right. What am I really am doing? I just this, like the sheriff of Nottingham right now. Yeah. yeah I, right. I, I, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, but not even that cool. <laughs> not... <laughs> uh, oh damn, it's messed up. So, but uh, you know, but we can we can rest easy though, Boone, uh, knowing that Fauci's we getting audited. can get out there <laughs> and you know work hard and pay our taxes, so that. Uh, you know, all of these people who went to these four-year universities to get their liberal arts degree, you know, and they're having a hard time paying their student loan off, right? So I'm just happy that yeah. I get to work hard and pay taxes. Make good choices. And to, to help them pay their, Make good uh, you choices. know, yeah. yeah. The ones who should suffer <laughs> on all this are the ones who made good choices. That's That's obviously who should suffer. Right. You know. You know, Nobody who made bad choices should suffer in that particular... They should all get bailed out. You know, that should be the way that it goes. But, you know, obviously I think that it's kind of like reading stuff on social media is tough because this is why it's real. I'm really thankful actually to have this podcast where we can talk to other people about it you know, and say something about it because people just get so caught up in one way or the other. It's like it's really not that easy of an issue. It's really not. It's actually a big problem. It's a big problem, and not just that, but bad how bad mortgages, and 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 here and here's one of the problems that I I've kind of set back and really try to think about it. Like, what are some of the issues with that, and what are some of the maybe the solutions that could happen? You know, right. and 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 none of them are easy. That's the problem. Is nobody someone's gonna get pissed about something? Yeah. You know what I mean? And but it's like that's. Because the decisions we've made, that that is what it is, you know. But it's like, I think that I, I think that the government when the government guarantees loans, no matter what type of loans it is, I think that's where the problem is, truly, because what it just does not set a good precedent that whoever is dealing who they're getting they're guaranteeing those loans if they fail they're still getting paid so the price of everything's just going to explode risk is going to go out of this world right exactly. yep. and so it's you like off the whole market cycle yeah yeah exactly right so i think that's but that's not just on school loans there are like mortgages and other things right. that are also government Business guaranteed loans, exactly bailouts. exactly and after after the freaking COVID lockdown, how many PPP loans and things like that now yep. attach people to government loans now, you know? And this is that's going to be a problem down the line, you know? Yep. You wait and see. 
because it's the same dynamic that the government is guaranteeing the loans. They're gonna so people are gonna get taken advantage of. This is what's happened in school loans primarily. Like that's the big one that we're dealing with right now, right? And right. so the government guaranteed the loans. So the banks said, "Oh, shoot, we could lend to these people, no problem. There's no risk for us." Right. And so you have 18-year-old kids by by law can't drink yet even though in college we do. <laughs> you know? But they so they're not I've even heard. supposed to so be they're not even supposed to be drinking yet and, and partying yet, right? But they can take out 75 grand with no collateral because it's guaranteed. That's a problem. I think it's called predatory lending at, at, to some extent, right? Like right. That that why are the banks not spoken about when it comes well, to this issue? Well, why I, I, why do I, they not have to pay major major fines and have problems for what they did? And then at the same time, now the government by the government paying, if the government pays, that means everybody. That's what that's what's happening. Right. The government's paying for, it, which means you and it's it's public. They made it public. They made it a public thing. You know. You know. Yeah. I like to. I like how when they first came out with this, they said we are canceling ten thousand dollars of everybody's student debts. Right. It's like no, you're not. You didn't. You're you're not canceling the debt. No, you didn't just the burden on. You didn't just. Debt. Yeah. You, you're redistributing the debt. Is what you really did. No, that's wrong. You know. And uh, no, absolutely. Like you were just saying when when. When the government hands people money for anything, it does nothing but interfere with the market cycle, you know? And I think that it's important to not only understand that the government is uh, disrupting the market cycle by handing out these loans and making it to where these loan companies, these finance companies... They know they have no risk. So, like you were just saying, predatory lending, right? They, they lend out to these people who they know Never are not it. going to be able to pay And then they'll back, bet against them. But they them. don't care <laughs> yeah. because they know they're still going to get their money, whether it's from this person or from the government, right? And so, at that point, it's like... <laughs> but see, now we're going you, back. Now we're also going back to that problem that happened in the 08, 07, 08. Morgan mortgage right, the housing, housing crisis, crisis. Yeah. you know it's the same it's kind of the same thing in a way it's like that the the banks have become here here's here's in my opinion what what really probably the right way to have it happen and again it's not i i understand the implications i think it's major but i think this would also surpass this wouldn't just mean school loans this would mean all bad government guaranteed loans is that the banks that lent out money to people that had no collateral that they knew weren't going to pay those loans back, especially if the banks bet against them, <laughs> like bet on them to yeah. fail. Those banks should be charged that plus a fine so much that it would actually probably put them out because that's all they've done. Right. That's how they've gotten so rich and so big. And that's why they don't do it because they would fail. That's what yeah. would happen. They would fail. Yeah. And and that's the whole thing is they became too big to fail. And that goes back to the 08, 07, 08, 09. They are too big to fail. They won't let them fail. So you know who they're going to put it on? They're going to put it on and say, oh, you were, you were fucking 18. You can make your own decision. It's like, really? Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, some, some of them. Yeah. But no, I really shouldn't be taking out those loans. Right. No one should, you know. And and did I like? I don't want other people to pay them. I'd much rather pay on my school loans than other people pay them. That that's much more right than to make others pay them. I would right. go there. But my thing is, is why don't the banks have to pay? We're all gonna just sit here and fight with each other while they they get they right away rich as shit. You know, they're the ones that real they they knew better yeah. for sure. They knew what they were doing. And so did, and really, so did the people in the government that were helping them out, that knew what that would do by guaranteeing it. They're not stupid, you know. I don't think that's by accident. I don't think they're so stupid that it's like, oops. <laughs> well, at least we got rich off it, you know. It's like, no, nah, right. probably had a little bit of foresight that that type of stuff would happen. And people, you know, schools what build huge new stadiums and and gyms and who's paying for that, you know? Right. All those cool. people in debt, all that debt—it's all debt. It's yeah. all debt. 
It's all based on debt, man. I mean, it, it, no, absolutely. it's a problem. It's a problem. <clears throat> but here's the thing, too, is that, and this is like what I can, to continue with what I was saying earlier, is that we, the problem isn't just that the government is handing out all this money. Why are they able to do that to begin with? You know? And that's because we have this massive money supply machine called the Federal Reserve that's just this, oh, you need money? Oh, here. Bam. They don't even need to necessarily tax us through our, through our like, income taxes and all that stuff. The, uh, honestly, the, you know, the, the, they still do tax us, but Everybody with how much them. spending we have these days, <laughs> I guarantee you our taxes don't doesn't pay for it all. They print most of it. Most of it is just overhead debt that's... Hasn't even been touched yet, right? Yeah, and so this is why you know, like you were saying earlier, we we need we want to bring not only uh, critiques but also solutions yeah. to the table with this show, and uh, this is why we need to get the government out of loans. Really, you know, I mean, yeah, too much room for corruption. To, There's way too much room. Education for when it comes to health, when it all that the government's being involved in these things does <clears throat> is throw the market off. And drive the prices up. If there was no government loans just being handed out and colleges actually had to, you know, compete with one another to, you know, uh, for their tuition prices. That's what I was trying to think of the word for, yeah. to, uh, for tuition. If they actually had to compete with one another for the tuition prices, then prices would go down, but when you when you have this system they where they have to, yeah, yeah, they don't have to because they would have to suffer from the risk if they if they if they were risky and yeah. they failed, they would suffer from it. You know, right. and that's you know, government's going to hand you. Look, a, here's the no. thing is here's the thing is too, and I want to emphasize this because I know that you think this, and I, but I want to yeah. make sure that I emphasize it again because it it is true and it goes with this is there is a role of government, but that ain't it. Right. That's what you're saying. There's role. People say, oh, well, you don't think government? No, I think there should be governance. Absolutely. You're crazy to think that we live in this this world we live in today and there shouldn't be bodies of people that protect that protect our uh, the, the values of our country and allow people to have this life that we have. Of course we think that. That manage, you know, where taxation that we do have goes. And there's a lot of things that need to be managed. There's a place for government. It's right. not in loans. It's not no. in It's not in helping major banks and trying to get involved in those types of business cycles. That's no, not it. Because there's nothing honest about it to begin with. From its very foundation, it is fraudulent. Because they have this organization known as the Federal Reserve, which, despite its name, is actually a private company that loans money to the federal government that the federal government then loans to all these other entities. It's a big... How much money it, do you it, think it's it a would... big loop. It's like that that uh, what do you call these things that all the, uh, the that all the outlets plug into and it has the cord coming off and you can plug it back into itself. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's kind of like that meme. You know, the endless power and it's just a it's just a power outlet plugged back into itself, itself right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's like these. Uh, you know, when people think that they're like taking advantage of this system to try and you know, oh, we're gonna help the people. You know, we're gonna use this. This fraudulent money system, and we're going to take that fraudulent money and give it to the people to help them. You're not being Robin Hood, okay? You're not being Robin Hood because we're not talking about Prince John and a bunch of sacks full of gold coins, right? Because those things were actual value that when you distributed it out to the people, they could then go. They could then go use it, and it didn't depreciate, and it wasn't bound to any sort of government. It was just a gold coin. It was actual value. And you were actually, you know, when Robin Hood took those sacks of gold from Prince John, he was actually ripping him off. You know, that, that wasn't something that Prince John could just hit the hit a print button and boom. It doesn't even matter. And that's the thing. When these people when people think that you're ripping off this Keynesian, this fiat money system, you're not. In fact, it's actually predicated that you are that you're going to want to take advantage of it. You have to want to take advantage of it for it to exist. That's what gives it the value to even continue existing. It's the only thing that even props our dollar up anymore. You know, is the uh, it's not backed up by gold. It's not backed up by anything physical. It's backed up by trust. 
And it's yeah. backed up by the fact that everyone needs it. Yeah, it thinks you know? they need it, yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, uh, and I mean, you know, still still do need it to that extent, but I'm trying you know, to find this video. But. You know, I, I'm not trying to say, I'm also not trying to say that I don't think, like, you know, poor kids shouldn't be able to go to college. You know, I, I think that, uh, I think that poor kids would still be able to go to college. You know, there well, are under some... under a better under a better under a system that was, th- where the government didn't have anything to do. Th- th- their their role is not to to it, it, it's to protect people from getting manipulated by right by predators basically like that. That's the government's role. You know, right. is that that type of stuff doesn't happen. Not guaranteeing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, a government's role would be like, you know, roads, infrastructure, yep. you know, protection, uh, you know, military, armed forces, you know, uh, uh, sci- science, like st- space exploration, if if that type of stuff is important to a country, which I think it is. Right. You know, uh, studying of the ocean, you know, st- like different types of sciences. I think there's a place for it. You know, I really do. I think there's an argument that there is a place for that in our country for for there to be like taxation the government has there has to be something there that handles that to make sure it's efficient and gets put out to some degree right you know and it ha- and it should be efficient it should be more efficient it should be held to the fire you know but their job is not to come in and to do all this stuff and manipulate markets and we know that dude we all clearly know that they're doing stock trading and it's not anywhere near run the way that even under the current system that we had, if you just took these people and held them accountable and said, you have broken the law yep. and and the law of this country and the civil servitude of your people, like you have not been serving your people righteously. It's obvious. You do not all become this rich, you know, and, and then all these lobbyists, this stuff should be shut down. There should be protection acts put back into place that Congress takes very seriously that were put in place after the Great Depression. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And, and redo them, rethink about them in a new way. And you should protect people from this type of shit. You should have protected 17 and 18-year-old kids from taking out those loans in the first place. It should have never happened. Right. You should have protected them from it. And not if the guaranteed wasn't it. Involved in loans, not guaranteed it. Those kids would have never been given loans, in the and they'd phase. be better off today. Yep. A lot of them be better off today. Yep, absolutely, I agree. You know, I think that uh, I think we covered that one pretty well. Yeah. You know, I think that that. Uh, well, speaking of coverage, I mean, dude. Hello, speaking of coverage. Oh, oh. Speaking of coverage, I was uh, watching some coverage that Joe Rogan was doing on Mark Zuckerberg, dude. Oh, and he came yeah. out, okay? Yes, okay. And he said, he said, what did he say? You said he said it before. He said something along the lines of, we basically manipulated a, a major well, story before the election. Hunter Biden's laptop story, whatever. Well, what, right? he, what he said was that, uh, that the FBI visited one of his teams saying, hey, and this was just before the election, and they said, hey, just be vigilant because we think there's about to be a big Russian disinformation drop, right? And this was just before. Like the I, I think of like an old I think about it. Out. I think about like a history book like two hundred years from now, and I just see people reading like those would be the highlighted words in the paragraph yeah. Russian disinformation. Yeah. You know what I mean? All right, uh, sorry, yeah, but it's just... No, funny. I mean, no, you're right. I mean, this is going to be... In the retrospective, this is going to be just so blatantly obvious. You know, it already is. I mean... I don't know. I, I, Russian disinformation. Russian it's just disinformation, so right? It's just so silly, dude. I, mean, I don't even know... Yeah... <laughs> How people... First of all, I don't know why people are freaking out so much about this because he's already said it. Yeah. He's already... Mark Zuckerberg, believe it or not, was on the floor of the... He, he, he was on the Senate. He was being interpre, uh, interrogated by the Senate. I don't know. Maybe One of the committees. Questioned or whatever, or whatever yeah. And uh, this was after the 2016 election. And he said that, yeah, the FBI came by and told us to be on the lookout for 
you know, disinformation and all this stuff. This stuff, this has already happened. You know, when he when he came out and said it on the Joe Rogan show, people acted like it was. It just news, progressively got, you know? but see, it progressively yeah. got to the point where, you know, it, it actually blat- is. Well, it's blatantly, it's, just... it's blatantly, you know, and th- this brings me kind of to another point, you know, because I, I don't. You're right, you know, th- this stuff has been out yeah. in the open for a while. I agree with you, and and it doesn't really need to be sit there and like go too crazy about it because it, it's all, it's been out there. What what don't right. you know now? It's like with the politicians and stock buybacks, like. Or whatever they do, they just knowing and them having relatives that go out and know what where to invest and stuff. We know it happens, yep. so that that's all good. But it's like uh, with when Trump responded to this, I thought that was like something that oh, was oh yeah yeah was here really, we got the response. Uh oh, did we you got pull it up? Yeah, I pulled it up. I got it pulled up here so we can Dang. see exactly what. Donald Trump put out on his Truth Social account. DT. All right. DTTS. Here's the tweet. Or it's not a tweet. I'm sorry. Here's the truth. Uh Here's the truth right here. All right. (laughs) Wow. Is that why he created it? Just so you would say that. Here's the truth. Here's the truth. By Donald Trump. He just wants everybody to say that. So now it comes out conclusively. That the FBI buried the Hunter Biden laptop story before the election. Excuse me. Knowing that, if they didn't, Trump would have easily won the 2020 presidential election. This is massive fraud and election interference at a level never seen before in our country. Remedy. Declare the rightful winner or, and this would be the minimal solution... Declare the 2020 election irreparably com- compromised and have a new election immediately. First of all, it's a lengthy truth. Okay. Yeah. We have like uh, some char- so- character blockage here. So <coughs> yeah. Like a minimal yeah. character. Uh, yeah, I don't think Twitter would have... Would, would, I don't think you can make yeah. a tweet this long on Twitter. Yeah, they always had get uh, to it, man. Second of all... Hey, but the truth, it has to be, you know. For someone like Trump, who apparently just came out the other day and said he was worried about what people might do if he is indicted with this whole Mar-a-Lago raid thing, this is a very dangerous thing to truth. (laughs) Okay? Yeah. I mean, talk about some rhetoric, man. You know? When you, this is the sort of thing that led up to like you know uh, January sixth. Honestly, like when January sixth happened, I, I remember, like as it was happening, there was all of these Republicans who were just that you could you could literally envision the Trump train and just people jumping off, right? Just bailing off the Trump train and yeah. jumping off into the grass, like this big metaphor of like yeah. that's what happened on January sixth, yeah, and. I, but at the same time, I, I criticized a lot of these people who just days before had incent, had just fervently spread the rhetoric of the, the election was stolen and Trump was the rightful president. Like, what did you think was going to happen? Yeah, it's like, if you truly believe these things, then I'm sorry, dude, but you should be cheering January 6th. Yeah. Like, for real. You should be calling for a new American revolution or civil war, whatever the hell you want to, you know, like whatever you want to talk about. I mean, I think it would be a very stupid thing to do. But at the same time, you can't just sit there. That's basically what you're saying. And that's what you're saying. When you, when you want to say like, Oh, the, the election was stolen and Trump should be president. And this is the death of the Republic. Like that's the sort of rhetoric that historically People fight wars for that kind of thing. Like that that's the kind of rhetoric that will literally make people do insane things if they truly believe that like their republic is dying or something like that, right? And so I think that uh I would be a very I would be very much on the lookout in the next uh what like 50 days before the uh before the midterms now, 50 something days maybe. No, more than that. Not really. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. About no, about sixty. Yeah, 60, sixty days. Yeah, fifty or sixty days. In the, in the time before the midterms, I would be uh, 
pretty vigilant, looking out for big players. <coughs> something big to kick off because. <coughs> Excuse me, get a drink here. Yeah, no, that's that's a, that is a crazy thing, man. Because this sort of rhetoric is just the kind of thing that just fuels craziness. Man. Yeah, I think I think when and, I and it, this is what also makes me think sometimes that whether he, I'm not saying that he knows this, but. He's play, he's played into it, man. It's like yep. Donald Trump has become controlled opposition in some ways. That he's he's there. He's being used because he falls into this fight, this fight, this fight, yep. this fight, this fight. When everybody's fighting, you forget about you forget about any type of movement forward. You know, yep. everyone's gonna lose. Everyone's gonna lose that. You know, and Trump. I think the reason people liked him is because he offered a a, a break. A new way, a, a breakup of the old guard, and yeah. and even though people think he might be annoying or, or or narcissistic, and they they might not be wrong about it, you know, in some ways, you know, I, some people think he's funny, and some people think he's the worst character on earth. But whether you like it or not, he's definitely something different than the old guard establishment, you know. And I think that that excited people, but now when you say things like this, man. This is like what gets people hurt, like and and just it expedites conflict, and yep. we we really I think that like man I know personally I don't want conflict in this I don't want to live in those types of times, I mean, some people seem like that the way that they act and the way they are that they really do, you know yep. you're right about that and uh, I think that's really dangerous man and I think that nobody wins. It's no, you know, we've glorified this type of behavior in some ways, right. and nobody wins. Everyone loses. Everyone loses. The next generation, especially, they lose. You know, the generation that's young right now, they lose. Yep. You know, the older generation seeing their way out, they lose. You know. No, you know, I mean, it, 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 it Here's the thing: is here. Here's what I want to say. I want to wrap yeah. back around to this because we said that we. The solution is, man, is that you don't fall for this shit. Right. Like, you don't let Trump affect you one way or the other. You know, if Trump really wants to do himself a favor, he would just run in 2024 and try to secure the fact that know how that happened and try to make sure that from y'all's side and your party and your establishment doesn't allow that to happen again. Or know how it happens so you can make sure you're vigilant about it, you know? And do the right thing by, by people in this country, you know? Help people out, you know? Really get back on track if, with that. Make that your focal point, you know? This fighting, man, this going back and forth, and it's just expediting, and, and, and it's leading people down the wrong way. So if that's the way these leaders are going to be, find other people to support. Don't support people like that. You can break that chain. You don't have to support... People that want to, they you think they want to stand on the front lines? Yeah, no. absolutely no. not. Or do they want their families to come stand on the front lines? Right. No, they don't. And that's yeah. not where the fighting and the death is going to come. You know, it's going to come from the poorest of people that think they have nothing else to lose. And the sad thing is, is they do. They have their lives and the rest of their time to lose over stupid ass conflict that yeah. really could be avoided. You know. No, I agree, you know, and, and, you know, it's like someone, of course, I, I'm someone who, like, uh, I study, like, the American Revolution and stuff a lot, right? So so I, I don't want to sit here and say that I don't think that, you know, violent revolution can never be the solution to uh, to something, because in, in, in very certain circumstances it can, uh, but not in the circumstance of Trump. I mean, my goodness... For these people, this is something I would ask anyone who's like, oh, you know, civil war if Trump gets indicted or or, or something like that. What are you fighting over? Like, really, what are you fighting for? You know, let's say you fight a five-year war. You kill, let's see, like 600,000 Americans died in the first civil war. So in a new one, let's just say two million, two and a half million Americans die in a five-year-long civil war, right? And, 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 and the Trump side wins. What changed? 
What do you, what do, what do you want no, to change? Everybody loses. What's so what's so different? What what would have made this five year, two and a half million casualty war worth it? You got four more years of Trump. Is that what you want? Like that that is really what you're about to fight a civil war no, over. That's the whole point. You know? Is nobody wins. Right. You know, that's, no, that's no what side wins. Exactly. And, and, nobody and, and wins. These are the same sort of people who probably think that like you know. COVID lockdown was tyranny. Yeah. And I'm not trying to say that COVID lockdown wasn't tyranny, but that, that was tyranny light. Yeah, that no, was no, nothing that's right. compared test, to test if you want to try and kick off some sort of real martial conflict on this continent, get martial law invoked. That's no joke. No American living today has ever lived under martial law, not in this country. And I don't think we're prepared for it. I think like you were saying, we were talking about this a little bit before the show, and you were saying people would go crazy. I think you're right. I think people would go crazy. Well, they started I mean, to already. I mean, yeah. It's you just know. With the things that are going on in today's world. It's, it's a, the restructuring of the world has, has it, 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 it hurts America greatly yep. because we have this, this controlled media system that has lied to us, and we have allowed this as, as well. You know, we deserve a lot of the blame. For not being more vigilant about what's going on, and we have this weird misconception of the way that we are in the world, and that the world's never going to change. It's like no, it's going to change. Like yeah. our country has to evolve too, man. We're, it's not just going to be like that forever. Right. And people have taken it to the point where they feel threatened, you know. And I understand that, but you're right. It's like we you, we could either grow in a very unproductive way, or we can grow in in a more productive way. Yeah. And I think that for like an individual person is like to find hobbies that they can do that like one one that you do is uh, arrowhead hunting. You yeah. know, what a way to be historically involved with like what you're doing. You're hot. Like it's, it's those types of things are really productive. Another one I know a lot of people are in today is like martial arts. Yeah. You know, really productive, young sports that people like. They're vibrant. Has a, you're going to meet a lot of people in there. Like, you know, like-minded, not like-minded. Uh, sport brings people together. Yep. You know, it's always a good thing to lean on. It's not bad. You know, if you're like, oh, some people just bury their mind in sport. It's like, well, done right. Actually, I think it could have its place. You know, yep. I think these things, you know, getting hobbies, you know, anything. If you go surfing or or spend time with your family and, and, and your kids, whatever you whatever it means, you know. But I think doing productive hobbies and getting your mind focused on that, uh, I think that's the beginning of people getting stronger internally, and then they can do more externally in their in their community in their country and start to figure out what they could do to be a more positive role. That's a way that you can break the this, like you said, you're gonna get die for Donald Trump, yeah, or Joe Biden, or any, even Ron Paul. No, if he was speaking crazy. Like that for no reason? I'd be like, no thanks, dude. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, fuck, I'm not, not down with that. You know, I, yeah. I'm not. I, you know, it'd take a lot. Like, like, I mean, I, I don't want to. No, I, I understand the implications of living like that. I don't want to live in a in a country like that or bring invoke that upon the next generation of our country, especially a civil conflict that's brought upon by ourselves. Yeah, our own countrymen and women. That's that just seems crazy to me. You know, but I mean, it's not. It, it, it's it's not. in the cards. Really isn't. If yeah. you don't stop your shit, you know, like if that yeah. rhetoric continues. <clears throat> oh, it's happening. No, it's, it's yeah. No, it, no. Yeah. I mean, like that rhetoric is dangerous. Yeah. Like that's it, like with the tweet. The damn dear, it's not a tweet. The truth. Uh. Okay. <laughs> that you it's read the there. Yeah, it's the truth. The truth <clears throat> that you read there, but not, that is a very, very, very like, like man. I don't think Twitter should have banned him. Okay. But it's like, dude, you've got to understand that your words have implications. And he does. He knows that. He yeah, knows that. He totally knows. And that's that. why it's like, dude, you got like get your head. That's and not like, a good suggestion for your people, man. You were saying earlier that he could be like controlled opposition, right? And I know there's a lot of people who even would hear not that. knowing, he right? Not exactly. Knowing. He doesn't have to know he's controlled opposition because he is so freaking predictable. Yeah. He is the most easily controlled opposition kind of person. And then his followers, his hardcore MAGA hat wearing followers are also equally, if you ask me, predictable. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> 
That's true. And so, true. really, when it comes to being con- like controlled opposition, there's nothing is more controllable than someone who is predictable, predictable yeah. right? And so, <clears throat> sorry, this it's, it's, it's water. Uh, it's just water. <laughs> it's just water, people. We promise. Hold this. One. <laughs> what are you, a camel? <laughs> Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. No, For he any is, Americans who's thinking about uh, who's thinking about you know uh, doing something incredibly stupid over this, just think about think about like the uh, the implications of doing something like this that that you could be playing directly into their hand. Not just that you could be. If you go out and do something incredibly stupid over over this, over Trump, you are. You are. You're not just could be. Oh, you're you a pawn in the game. An absolute directly. You are controlled opposition. Head. Exactly. You are controlled yes, opposition. Yes, you're doing. You're, you're like one of those. Uh, what, what after the Cold War, there was supposed to be all of these uh, like Russian plants, right? Who could with a with a key phrase be activated, right? You're like one of those people at this point, you know. Because if anyone goes out and does something incredibly stupid over this, or, or, or a group of people, or, th- this is also something that, that's in the news, or the FBI, right? Yeah. Like, like with, the, uh, with the Governor Whitmer thing, oh, right? Yeah. They just convicted yeah. those other two people. They, they, they acquitted two people, and now they've uh, convicted two people. Because they were willingly, because they willingly went along with a plan that the freaking FBI started, came up with. Yeah. So literally, the FBI could probably right now, probably not even it could be, probably right now as we speak, are probably online talking to a couple of crazy MAGA hat wearing people, talking them into storming some capital or yeah. kidnapping some politician, some stupid bullshit. And this is how they're gonna, you know, try and trigger conflict. trigger some sort of conflict. And you know, people ask, why would they want that? Why would you want conflict? Never let a good crisis ne- go to waste. Exactly, man. When it comes to people who want to take control, Emanuel, he gave us a brief insight to the way they look. That's what it's yeah. so special about those moments, man. You have to bring them back up because, like, those are the Freudian slips to the max that you don't even realize while they're saying it. Yep. It has to be brought back out on its own. Never let a good crisis go to waste. The modern Western politician, man, that is like, that should be, that's like, it's their album cover, dude. You know, yep. it's like that's their name. That's that's the that's the whole premise of what they do. If they can create chaos and they can create the solution, they might not really have the solution, but they'll calm people down just for long enough to get to the next chaotic problem. But at the same time, they got a ton fucking richer creating these other fake solutions that didn't even work and they just they just continue this cycle. Yeah. You know, we are in this continued cycle of shit. And they just we know they're not held accountable. You know, they're no. just not held accountable. You know, uh if the FBI if the FBI is going to do an independent investigation for the American people and to people that leave office I'm not even necessarily suggesting that I would have something wrong with that, with how bad the corruption's been. Right. But to do it to just one person, I think is unfair, and I think Donald Trump has points in the things that he says. So I don't want to be too. I don't want. I'm. I'm not that. I'm not that person. He gets a lot of hate, you know, uh, unnecessarily as well, you know. But I will say that I think that people serve their time in these movements because these movements are larger than people and I don't think I don't think an attitude like Donald Trump a personality like Donald Trump realizes that is that this movement is not a Trump movement right this is a this really is an American movement this is a larger American movement and Donald Trump came and played his role and like he's holding on to this role and it's it's not favorable for him I don't necessarily think it's going to be favorable for him. I don't necessarily think that given all we've been through now, giving him a second term might might be more dangerous than we than we think. You know what I mean? Because he he is yeah. unpredictable. 
Yeah. And I think that people should really think about that because there are other, like, and and I he might he's better. Maybe he's better. You know, I, I could be wrong. I'm not saying yeah. that I know this for a fact, but it's just that think about it. They've gone after him with the FBI. Is he gonna get in now that now that now that they they have that type of power? You know what what's gonna come of him getting in? You know, like we've what? talked about this before. Trump wins 2024. What does that do for the country? It makes half the country happy, and it pisses half the country off to the point where they all are just just Probably fucking riots yeah exactly. Those, it's yeah, not even yeah. a good America. It's like what can we do seriously? It moves in a positive direction. I really like the idea of people who have enough power to even battle Trump if you have to, you know, and not yeah. battle him, but go up against him and say, you know what, we have respect for what you've done, but we think it's time for something new. And that's like a political coalition made up of centrist people on, on the American left, on the American right. But the most important thing is the American. Right. You know, because we have this country and it is what it is, you know, and it, and you know, if it's going to move forward, you have to acknowledge that. And yep. and and if we could have a coalition of of people that could come and and like maybe really excite people and hold these institutions to the fire uh, from a a like a less confrontational approach, like Trump has taken. You know, I think it might be a way better way. Uh, but I don't think it's going to go that way. I think that's a pipe dream. I right. do. I think they. I think that uh, those will emerge, but I don't think they will be able to beat the machine. No. And I do see it being like a Trump versus another very political figure that's very confrontational, and it's well, going to yeah. and they want to rile people up. Yeah. And the best thing you could do is not get at least not get riled up. It, you know, don't play into that. You know. Well, you know because. You just came, made a very good point. You know, I mean, 2024 is going to be nuts because it's going to be Trump versus some other status quo, you know, uh, probably... Uh, Mitt Romney goes Democrat. Mitt, I mean, that, something like that is very possible, right? Yeah. Because you have these... The moderate Republicans and Democrats, they're basically in the same camp nowadays, you yeah, know? Yeah, they are. The, and, the, and the moderate Republicans are just like the rhinos, you know? Yeah. But for America right now, it's like... like because like you were just saying, you could have your grassroots candidates who come up and they cause a little stir. Maybe they get a couple good memes made about them, you know? Yeah. And then... But they're not going to, like you said, they're not going to be either Trump or your establishment politician. They're just not going to do it. They're not even going to get in the, the debate. Right, you know. And so, looking forward for America right now, it's like, do we go back into the arms of the old status quo? You know, do we go crawling back, kind of like you could say, you know? Or do we, I mean, do we go with... Trump is just a wild card, really. You know, I yeah, mean, no, it's a fifty. He, he really is. He is a wild. In, in exactly my thinking, right. he's a wild card. He yeah. did some things that I really liked. He did some things that really freaking and and, and, and his second and, and be, be having more experience in his second term will be an absolute wilder card, right? You know, you know, for real. And so, man, I don't know. You know, it, it's a very shitty situation all the way around. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, you know. I mean, it, it is in some ways. I mean, I don't know, man. I don't... Like, the, the way that things are going, like like the Joe Biden administration and, and then putting forth Joe Biden and getting a, a, a... What they've done, what they've done is obvious. You know, the Democratic Party, the modern Democratic Party. It was obvious even under Bernie Sanders when he got a very large grassroots movement behind him. Yeah. And they shunned him out. It was obvious to me that they had gone really awry there. Uh, I watched that very closely because my sister was uh, was involved in that up in Minneapolis for a while. And uh, I saw how popular that was. And it reminded me a lot of the Ron Paul movement just from a different perspective. And yeah. uh, it was big. You know, and they totally yeah. blackballed him. That, that is the truth. That happened. Oh, yeah. That's no, historically... I, I know and, that. and so you knew then... They were doing something, and they put forth Hillary Clinton, and then you know now they're really doing something. Yep. You know, and uh, this was after she had already done the whole Libya thing. I mean, 
we came, we saw he died, you know, that whole, just how awful, man, you know, really, you know, what that's done for our foreign policy and our soldiers and our people overseas that are more threatened today than they were, it's just stupid, you know, and they put her forward, you know they're on the wrong track, but what they've done in this administration is beyond, they have Really, I mean, when you think back to some of the great speeches in American history, some of the great moments, you know, ask not uh, what your country can do for you, but ask what you can do for your country, you know? I have a dream, you know? And now we have Joe Biden, you know, who has totally bastardized the American presidential process forever. There's no way that he got 80... I don't know if Trump won or how many Trump got. I'll tell you this right now. Joe Biden did not get 85 million votes. He did not get the most votes in American history. There's no way. There's no way. People saw through it earlier than that, dude. Everyone knew. His track record was clear, man. He said it with Charlemagne. He said, You ain't black. It... If you freaking don't vote for Joe Biden, what he says, like, dude, he made himself. He is, he is, like the things that he's done and said, taking guns away and what he's watched on so many. Dude, he he, look up a speech that he did in the in the eighties where he like stole, like he literally said verbatim what another UK British politician had already made the speech. And Joe Biden said the exact same speech like four or five years later, like stole it from him, dude. Like yep. got called out for it and everything. It's like this is who this guy is. And he has completely washed this once was prestigious place, like this prestigious seat. And the thing is, is they make Trump seem like he's the one. I don't think Trump, I don't think Trump was near as embarrassing as Joe Biden. I don't think he was near as embarrassing. No. Yeah, you know, I mean, honestly, not. I mean, I, I'm not a huge, I, I see, I see like the whole pandemic thing really pissed me off with Trump, dude, especially being a business guy. Yeah. Like how are you going to shut down the economy, dude? Like that really, I, I'll never forget that, man. Yeah. It's like that, that one for me is a, a real, like, cause he hasn't come out and admitted he was wrong. Yep. He was Same wrong about vaccines, that. Yeah. Same with the vaccine. And he should, he really should. If you're going to be steady, a good leader, you should admit that. And that you will not do that again. And you should guarantee yep. that to people who would maybe support you, you know, in that movement forward. Because if you don't do that, then you're going to make mistakes again and never take any accountability. People want accountability and they deserve it, you know. Right. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, I just don't know, man. I, I, he is definitely a wild card. To your point, he is definitely a wild card. And, and uh, I just feel like that no matter what, though, man, I... I know that there's going to be people that fall into these traps, you know, and we're going to have to battle around that, you know, but I'm I'm not I'm just not going to quit in my life trying to build positive things, you know. Like they want people as many people to get sucked up into it and they're going to try their damnedest to get us all sucked up into this chaos. You know, but honestly, people have to build other things. Well, you have to move forward. You know, you can't right. just that's humanity, man. We're survivors, dude. You know what I mean? And uh, at the end of the day, so I, I kind of yep. keep focused on that. Like, what can I do that's positive in my life that will build something positive? Though I like to pay attention to what's going on and see what's happening and think about, damn, what if? Oh my God, that's crazy. Can't believe that happened. I also really do, like our name says, you know, I really do try to challenge myself to keep an open mind and uh, think a little bit positive about maybe some of the positive outcomes that could happen as well. Because there can be positive outcomes. And uh, it's just a matter of people making the decision that those outcomes are going to be something they work towards. Right. Rather than these negative ones, you know. And that's yep. really what it comes down to. But, yeah, it's a, it's a crazy time we live in, man. It, it, it's, like, it's really like no other. And I don't think that's hyperbolic. I really don't. No, it's you know? not. Yeah, and, and also, you know, abroad is also... You know, we need to we need to try and avoid conflict here at home. We also oh. need to try and avoid it abroad, man. And we are not doing a very good job of that right now as we continue to uh, prod China through uh, through Taiwan. I know that we sit, we just got done sailing two of our battleships through the uh, Taiwan Strait. 
I think Germany did the same thing today. Uh, sailed a couple of battleships through there. So, uh, so you know, you really, you know, China wants war because I mean, look how freaking close they put their country, our navy, dude. And, yeah. And, yeah. Right. <laughs> you know. And uh, also with Russia, That's I mean, you know, just we got about 10 minutes left of the show. We're going to do a little crash course in what's going on abroad right now, okay? Right now, in case you haven't noticed, Boone, the uh, sanctions have not crippled Russia's economy. I don't know if you've heard this or not. Yeah. Uh, believe it or not, Russia is actually selling uh, almost as much oil now as it was before the invasion, at premium costs. So they're making way more money right now than they were before the invasion. Uh, India went from buying almost no oil from uh, Russia to being Russia's now biggest partner, buying almost over a million, uh, not almost, over a million barrels a day from Russia. Uh so the sanctions that we've placed on Russia are not hurting them the way that we think they are. In fact, it seems to be driving alliances that shouldn't be, right? If you would have told anyone on the street who had a basic understanding of geopolitics 10 years ago, hey, uh, Russia, China, and India are going to make this big freaking three-way alliance, uh, both both militarily, because they're running drills with each other now, and economically. If you would have told anyone that ten years ago, they would have been like, you're freaking nuts, you're crazy, that will never happen. India and China hate each other's guts. At least they're supposed to. Until they're faced with something like Western sanctions, right? Until they're faced with this... They're forced to, yeah. Right, yeah, you know? And uh, also... Wait, hold on. Uh, how many how many wind turbines do they have? <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe they got a couple of them hooked up to those uh, oil solar wells. Farms? <laughs> yeah. uh, do they have any solar farms? Oh, I'm sure there's a couple of them over there, but yeah. I mean, no, let's they just say they're uh, they're. Which country was it? Uh, was it Saudi Arabia? Or was it the uh, the new United UAB United Arab or UAE United Arab Emirates yeah, uh, or whatever? Uh, uh, who was actually buying That's Russian like Dubai. oil? Right, yeah, they're buying Russian oil, and they're using it for all of their domestic stuff at home, and then they're taking the oil that they have produced from their own country and selling it to us for a premium. Well, check this out. So you that, don't do you okay. don't do you don't follow sports too much, but man, I'm telling you right now, golf. Have you heard about the live tournament with golf and what's going on with that? You should uh, read about that. That has as sport, but yeah. it's ge the geopolitical implications in that is crazy. Yeah, and, and I'll explain it to you a little off air. Okay, so I don't right. burn up more time with it. But the live golf t uh, tour with the PGA, that's crazy. Same thing with the UFC and boxing as well, but. A lot of the UFC, man, when when America and all the other countries shut down, uh, the UFC actually, the only place that they started going to was Fight Island over in Dubai. You know, and Saudi Arabia has has put on a lot of events and, and the Saudis have funded for a lot of sporting events and yeah. are really trying to create a new hub, a new, you know, sporting and fight capital over in that area, really, you know, yeah. like over Vegas and over some of the New York City, some of the old guard places, you know, and like, I know this seems like it doesn't matter, but it very well does matter, you know, yeah. it's, it's definitely a sign of new times, you know, and right. things that are happening and big companies like the UFC want to go over there and they want to go do business with them. They say, you know, same thing with these golf, a lot of these golfers, you know, it's an interesting sure. It's interesting, man. Yeah. Uh, it's very interesting with what you say because it is happening. And again, you know, the unproductive leadership is horrible. It sucks, man. It sucks. I don't care if you, you, you don't care if you like your leader or you think that maybe they say mean shit. I really don't. I, I really mean that sincerely. Like, like you've got to, you, you've got to get through that one way or the other. Like, it's not good to have this type of unproductive leadership. It's really bad. And, uh, it's it could be ha catastrophic. Yeah. It could be catastrophic, man. It could it could 
do ir- irreversible damage, man. Uh, really, with ties that we've had with people for a long time and making us look much weaker than we as Americans really should look, man. We we're we're still we all there's so much good here to offer, and all fifty states have beautiful parts, have beautiful parts of their culture, beautiful parts of their history, and bad parts of it all as well, you yeah. know and. You know, we just have to, uh, again, man, I just keep beating this drum, but man, I mean, we have to change this course, man. It's like, it really does have to be changed. I don't even know, be like, vote Republican. It's like, I mean, I, I, my my hopes on that being the way that it's out of this is not very high. Voting right. Republican. You know, I, I don't necessarily know that that it, within the Republican establishment, they have the goal to keep changing it. I mean, it it's like, it's like really... We have to really think as people what the role of government should be and demand that be, no matter who who is there, that that be the role of government, they not step out of that. Yep. And uh, that has to be, we have to draw those lines as a country and as people, you know, and, and I think every community is different, you know, I mean, certain places are going to want more government, they're going to want to pay higher taxes because they're going to want more services, and some places aren't. You know, and, and I think we live in a country where you can allow for that. There's no reason you shouldn't be able to allow for that to happen, you know. But uh, the corrupt, the corruption and the greed and and all that, man, it has to be checked or else we're all going to suffer the consequences. You think that paying people school loans is bad. <laughs> Wait for paying all the, all the checks that they've cashed in our name. Yep. All the young men that are going to have to go over you know, places and, and maybe fight people abroad over shit and uh, risk their lives over shit that these leaders force them into in some ways, you know? Right. And, and uh, it's just unproductive, man. It's just unproductive. I'm not I'm not going to get... So I, I do agree with you, too. I think there's a time where, especially regional conflicts, we've talked about this, too, like historically happen, and... Um, I think that's very natural, and I think yeah. that will always be human interaction. Right. You know, but this type of this type of behavior is psychotic. Right. That it's it's different. You know, it's not yeah. fucking regional conflict. It's psychotic, and uh, it's just crazy, man. No, yeah. When you're traveling to the other side of the planet to fight a war, I just, you know, I've I've never been able to understand how people can call that defensive. You know, I mean, it seems to me that if you're carrying a rifle in someone else's country, yeah, you're on offense, man. Yeah. You know, you got the ball, you're on offense right now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. No, we, 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 and we, this is something we've railed about so much on this show. But and, we, and had the, we had the time. We but, had the but time. We did have the time to why talk not, why about not it. Why not hit it home? And right? also, I think it's also worth, uh, worth, uh, Mentioning that we also we did just have our one year anniversary since the uh, since the withdrawal from Afghanistan. I don't know if you'd seen some of the stuff that's going on in Afghanistan over the past couple of days. They actually had like a Independence Day kind of thing. They had fireworks and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, in Afghanistan. Now it was probably the Taliban. I'm not saying that the people now were fireworks. out the streets. <laughs> buy fireworks. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Do you mean? Yeah, explosive right. devices. Right. I mean, like, yeah, they were just shooting their AK-47s up in the air. <laughs> and everyone was all nervous, like, man, are they going to fly one of these drones in here at any time? <laughs> just, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but, uh... No, that's crazy, yeah. And also, you know, I mean, so it's been a year now since our uh, since I, our withdrawal from Afghanistan. I believe after, that Iraq burst into some I was major just conflict. just about to Iraq and Libya as well. Over the, uh, uh, you were just talking earlier about Hillary Clinton and Libya over the weekend. It, it also burst into some conflict. Both of those areas have simmered down now, as I understand it. Uh, but Baghdad, no, hey, uh, in no, Iraq. No, they haven't. No, they haven't. They might have calmed down for a minute. Well, but, uh, yeah, right, exactly. the hot, no, the hot conflict is over for They the never moment. will. But what happened, the, 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 this right. is the importance. This is like why I stress it. Right. It's so important. You can't just go to another country not knowing any... Like, even Hillary Clinton... I'm an expert. We have expertise in Libya. No, you fucking don't. Yeah. No, you don't. You, you're you an American. You're a political class American. 
you have not lived there, been there, you have no idea what you think you may know. Yeah. You know, and you go and you take this person that is may have a stronghold or whatever you think, but it, it it's what they do. And you go there and you create an event like that, that large, and create... You created a black hole in that region that will go on for a long time to come. And you should pay the price for what you've done. You should be held accountable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I just don't... This is like what is... This is the core of what's wrong with our country. Because they would stop fucking doing it if they were held accountable. Right. They would stop. It would, it would stop. Like if they got... if. <laughs> If Nancy Pelosi got investigated and, and indeed family members were profiting and she got millions and millions of dollars off of lobbying firms and things that she had a part in and she was held accountable, it would teach other people that if you do that, you're going to be held accountable. You know, it's so important. Yep. It's like the most important thing that we have and, and we, you know, we've got to try to get that back, man. How do you get that back? You know, how do you, how do you try to reclaim that? It, it, it seems to me that it has to happen. And uh, Iraq's the same thing. Iraq's no different. And people will say, well, it already was a black hole. And maybe you're right, but now it's our black hole. And they'll forever remember that. The people that lost family members there that didn't have to. The soldiers that were damaged here that went over there that look at it now and think, what the hell? And Afghanistan's probably going to be the same. You know, at some point, I'm sure you're going to read more about Afghanistan at some point. Oh, yeah. How it bust into civil conflict again. And mm-hmm. it'll it'll never stop, man. And uh, us going over there thinking we're fixing it, we're making it worse for them. I, I, I would argue that we're making it way worse. Yep. And, and, and even, again, good intentions or not, you know. What is it? The path to hell is paved with good intentions. Yep. Is that a, is that a I, quote? Yeah, I think that's a... That, I'm pretty sure I've heard that one before. Yeah, I have too yeah. somewhere, but... Yeah, well, again, we rail on that a lot, but again, that's the importance of it, for real, is it never goes away. It's like right. this destabilization never... It, it's just an event... Oops! <laughs> right. Oops. No, you know, and we rail on it because it's something that's incredibly important. Yeah. If you ask me, you know, I mean, when Benjamin Franklin said that, it, you know, that a, a republic, if we can keep it, uh, when it comes to not becoming some expansionist global empire... You know, I think that that really plays into maintaining, to keeping our empire, uh, not our empire, our republic. Not an empire. Yeah. Don't want to keep an empire. Yeah. <laughs> right? We yeah. want to keep a republic. And for anyone who tries to tell you that, you know, that, oh, you know, we're doing empire, you know, the right way. We're, 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 the, we're the good empire, you know. It doesn't work that way. All right? Empires fail. And empires, regardless of their intention or anything like that. Empires are the one constant, maybe not the one, but they are a constant bane on humanity. And empires invariably fail. Invariably, 110% of the time, saying that empires fail is as, it's as foolproof as saying 2 plus 2 equals 4. And if anyone tries to tell you that, well, America is just so star-spangled awesome that we can be the first, you know, empire that doesn't fail, the first empire that's truly too big to fail, you know, no, you know, they're, they're, they're like, that's like me, if I, that's like if I was to try and tell you, Boone, look, I know 2 plus 2 equals 4, right? 2 plus 2 always equals 4. It's always equal to 4. But I know this guy who's such a fucking good mathematician, Right, he can make two plus t uh, two plus two equal five. You know it's bullshit. No, he yeah. can't. Yeah. Maybe he can. Maybe he can. You know, by filling up a whole notebook sheet of paper it's and like, all it's like, it's bullshit. It's like your friend. Wow. Can, it's like you yeah. leave the room and you're like, wow, your friend is really good. <laughs> a really, really good fucking con artist. Yeah, exactly. He's a good bullshitter. If he's convinced you that 2 plus 2 equals 5, and just the same, anyone who tries to convince you that America can be this big successful empire is a good bullshitter. Yeah, that's right. And you know what? Happy, uh, happy, uh, what is it? Uh, Labor uh, Taxation Day. Uh, We want to say thank you so much for listening to our podcast 
the independent thinking Texans. A lot of times, you know, we may not necessarily know what we're saying or doing, but who really does in this world? It's a busy, busy place. Thank you so much for taking the time, though. We do appreciate it. Keep thinking for yourself, always and forever. Have a great day.